Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Win at Work podcast. You're the host, Julian Lee here. And today I'm joined by the fantastic Lorraine Bell from Indianapolis. Welcome to the show, Lorraine. Thanks so much for having me, Julian. I'm excited to be here. All right. Now, let's give a little bit of a blurb about Lorraine. After spending too many years in corporate America, Lorraine said goodbye to the bureaucracy, glass ceilings and bad coffee to follow her passion, helping small business owners succeed. Today, this successful entrepreneur, author, professional speaker, and host of More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners, brings creative ideas, practical tips, and decades of real-world experience to every conversation. And um, what I like to talk to people about is marketing. And Lorraine uh, has really got a lot of experience and has worked out that you need to really focus on marketing and almost go on a strict marketing diet otherwise you're going to starve and that's what we're going to call this show so tell us how did you come to realize that marketing was just so important for business owners so you know it started when i was in school and uh my very first marketing professor you have to understand that when i was taking marketing i thought i was going to be an accountant and this was just the required course and my professor at that time really uh, caught me by surprise by the way that she approached it and, and really convinced me that everything at the core of every business is marketing. And her analogy was she held up a, a tube of, tu- of um, lipstick and she asked, she said, okay, what is this? You know, oh, it's lipstick. And, and you know, we, we, we started talking about the chemical compounds and she said, no, this is hope. Every time a woman buys a lipstick, she hopes it's the right color. She hopes she's going to look good. She hopes she's going to get kissed. And it is everything that you do from the moment that you have an idea about a product to the moment that a customer actually buys it and uses it. Everything the Revlon company does all along the way is designed to fulfill that hope and so you take that away you take away the marketing and it's a chemical compound colored pink and nobody is going to buy a chemical compound colored pink so it it, it really kind of lit it up for me yeah people people really want to uh have that marketing experience with products and I, i was just looking in my pantry today and there was this kind of absurd um, product that was like a health product and it just had, you know, it looked so amazing and all the stuff on there and it was all packaged beautifully and then it was just, you read the ingredients and it was just like some real basic stuff and it's just like Mm -hmm. if you just labelled it without any of that fancy stuff, you would never sell it and uh, we just really want to be marketed too. And, um, you know, what what is what is it that people struggle with the most would you say Lorraine that they 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 get stuck and they're not getting anywhere with their business so i think a lot of business owners and um i came out of a lot of engineering industries so certainly people with technical products this is true but i've seen it in all sorts of businesses they fall in love with the product and they mm. they talk about the product and they're fo- and it's like no what are your cust- what are your customers really buying? What is it that they want? And how do you take care of them? 
And every decision that you make from how do you price it? Where do you sell it? All of those things are marketing decisions that contribute to either improving the customer's experience with your product or reducing it. And I think business owners who fall in love with the cadmium plated screws, but nobody else makes a product like this with who cares about the screws? Tell me what it does. Tell me why I should buy it. Tell me how it's going to solve a problem, not that you think is important, but a problem that I think is important. And uh, if I can use that starving metaphor, our mothers told us that broccoli was good for us. It didn't mean we wanted to eat it, but we knew it was good for us. We wanted the chocolate cake. And I think that's the mistake business owners make. They keep trying to shove broccoli at us. And we're like, yeah, no, I, 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 I don't care. I don't really want that. I want the chocolate. Yes, or sell the sizzle more than the steak, as mm -hmm. uh, somebody once said. And um, tell us a little bit about your own business, the digitaltoolbox.club. And what I wanted to know was uh, when you started it, how how has it changed uh, mm -hmm. with experience? Like from what were you first doing versus what you're doing now with it? So it originally started as a sideline. I was running an agency, Round Peg. We were... Uh, a digital agency. I actually ran that company for 20 years. And fundamentally part of that process, kind of what was unique about me, because in a world full of digital agencies and originally just marketing companies before, I know it's hard to believe, but I had the agency before there was Facebook. Okay. So um, in that world, marketers were a dime a dozen. What was different about me? What was different about me is I was an educator. I had been a teacher at, at one point in my life. And so we created a part of our business that was about teaching our customers. We would build websites and teach customers how to, how to update them. We would create social media campaigns and teach customers how to take them over. That teaching piece was always part of what we did. We started to package some of these resources. I used to do live training. I started doing a little bit of online training. And then we thought, let's do a conference. And so we had this conference. Um, everyone told me, you know, you don't make money the first year you have a conference. And I went, no, I'm in business. Um, if I'm not going to make money, I'm not going to make myself crazy. And so we got sponsors and we ran a really fun half-day event. 100, 100 people called the digital toolbox. That's That was the whole premise was we were giving people the tools they needed. And the idea was to do that every every year. Um, Is that in know, person or digitally? At first, the first one was actually an in-person event, but then we put all the resources on the digitaltoolbox.club website, invited people to join, took a lot of our other resources and started to build that out, always thinking we would have a second event. Of course, um, Corona had different ideas. And so in 2020, there was no conference, uh, but we had this website. And so we started really promoting the digital toolbox as a standalone resource. We built out a Facebook group. We started to really build that out. And uh, about that time I sold the agency, 
to go back to doing what I really liked, which was the teaching and the podcasting. So today the digital toolbox has, we're making again, a little bit of a transition. I used to do one-off webinars and you could get the recordings. And what I've decided is conferences are fun, webinars are nice, but that's not how you learn. If you really want to learn something, you need to do it a little bit at a time. You need to practice what you learn, build on what you've learned. And so today we are transitioning the, the webinars into longer self-paced classes. So my 45-minute Why You're Doing SEO Wrong webinar is now a eight-part program, little five-minute videos, little assignments and worksheets that allow you to actually put into practice and use what you're learning. And I think self-paced programs are just a better way to learn. Absolutely. So, so yeah, yeah. So you would do these live webinars like a Zoom call and mm -hmm. then you decided to um, build it out a little bit more or did you just cut up the existing webinar? The, in some cases, I'm well. Now, the uh, the the courses that I have, I started with the same slide deck, but um, they are actually uh, they're actually smaller, more self-contained units. So I can go into a little bit more detail on just subject lines for social media post, or I can break that up and actually do. 10 minutes just on pain and gain headlines and then come back and do 10 minutes on using numbers and other techniques or five minutes just on that. So that's why it's taking time to kind of rebuild them is because I'm actually going back in and, and looking at those courses and going, okay, this was very superficial. This was designed to just give you kind of a highlight. How do I do a deep dive on each of these? And the other thing is that over time, we've developed a bunch of worksheets that I can kind of bundle with the, uh, the recordings. Awesome. Now, one thing you did say, which made my ears prick up, was headlines. And um, so you do, you do spend a bit of time on copywriting, which is like the mm -hmm. dark art that uh, <laughs> is just so incredible to learn. <laughs> Yes, I have one of my favorite webinars, and this is one that I want to break up into a, a longer program, is the, the course is called Read This Now, and it's really about creating subject lines that, that make people pay attention, that tap into the emotion, that use power words. And there are, it's, I, um, I have a whole section I want to build out just on this kind of collection of words that when you see them kind of tap emotions, they either create a sound in your head or they're, they're just sensory or they're just words that make you stop and go, whoa, and just switching out, get, get your thesaurus going and switching out and playing with language is so powerful. Oh, it is, and um, I love I love this stuff, and it makes such a massive difference to whatever you do. So, if you're doing, mm -hmm. you know, a webinar, you're selling, you know, products, whatever it is, the way I think of it is, it's like there's a hallway with three doors, and mm -hmm. the first door is to get attention to make people open the door. Uh, the second door is if they are 
have the attention enough to have a look and see what's going on behind the door. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the third door or whatever is they can go in and, and then and buy from you. And if you don't get that surface level attention, which just makes the eyeballs look at what you're doing, they will never mm-hmm. go through those other doors. Oh, I, I, lo- I love that metaphor because it, it's so true. It's um, they are their doors, their gates that you've got to get people to move through. And the truth is, there's all these people up here. Only some people are going to only some people are going to come through that first door. 25, 30, 35, 40 percent of your audience is going to open your email. But of that, a very, very small percentage is going to click through to the next level and figuring out who those people are and when they come through. Why? What was it about that offer that made them do it? And what else can you share with them that will keep them engaged and and keep them coming back? Because most of us are selling products. The people don't wake up in the morning and go, I think I'm going to buy a refrigerator today. I'm going to buy the very first refrigerator I see. It doesn't work that way. You know, you go through the, darn, that refrigerator is making a funny sound. I should probably start researching refrigerators. Maybe I should, maybe I should replace it. Maybe I should repair it. And it is kind of that slow process of, well, who can, who can do this and, and who's qualified and who should I, you know, and, and okay, there are three people that might be able to do it. I think I'll talk to this person. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and so the way you've got it set up is you have like kind of a monthly, um, what would you call those things? Mind? What are they called? Mind? I can't remember. Well, I, have totally. a, I have a subscription. Yeah, a subscription. So you have the journeyman, which is $39 a month. And, um, and then that gets you into the webinars. And you have the courses in there that you can take at your own pace. Mm-hmm. And you've got a resource library with everything in there. And and, and how often do you go live in that? So um, uh, we have we do live chats every week. Um, oh goodness, my neighbor is mowing his yard. I apologize. Sounds like for the he's noise. landing a, a seven four seven. Yeah, it, it's you know this is one of the things I, I always laugh about. I'm pretty sure he has no grass. Because I do, you know, I do several of these recordings a week, and invariably, he mows his yard when I'm doing a recording. Um, oops. It's so okay, so there you go. So the um, the journeyman is thirty nine ninety nine, or you can you can pay annually, and um, I add new recordings, new new programs. There's usually two new webinars each each uh, each month. Um, we're constantly updating the workbooks and the worksheets. So, uh, there's always something new and that's one of those things that, uh, we have all the time. I'm going to shut this window. My apologies. Okay. There we go. We have. Now we can't (sighs) see anything. Can we? What's going on? I don't see anything. Okay, how how you know, unusual. All of a sudden you did you did a screen you did a screen share and we could see the screen and now I don't see anything. Okay, well let's you just continue on and, and I'll keep uh, plugging away. 
All right. Well, I'm not sure what's happened uh, to our to our screen, but um, anyway, I'm going to wrap it up because I don't know what's going on, technically speaking. And uh, so, if you want to check out what Lorraine is doing, um, oh, here we go. We're back. We're back. Okay. Cool. Let's let's just continue on. I'm going to have to do some editing now. No worries. So yeah, um, we, as, to, in answer to your question, we have, uh, I do webinars live um, every month. I usually have between two and four live classes that we do. I do a regular Friday chat with an associate. There are new episodes of the podcast and uh, new workbooks all, all the time. It's just, there's always, we're either doing new or updating resources because the wonderful world of digital marketing is always changing. So my Instagram resource is now out of date because Instagram now does live or now does, you know, reels are a big thing. And so there's always changes. Yeah. you got to stay up to date. And um, I recommend mm -hmm. these types of, um, you know, these mastermind was the word I was looking for before mm -hmm. where, where you regularly meet up with people. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to check out what you're doing. I like the idea of that. So if you, if you do want to check that out, that's digitaltoolbox.club. And uh, thanks for coming on, Lorraine. Some awesome stuff. Thank you. This was so much fun. It was short but sweet with a few glitches, but we got there in the end. And everybody, thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you very soon on another episode. Bye. Bye now.